direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. This is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and Ron Miltz. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Miltz. We're back. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? Right, it's been a while. So yeah. we've uh, we've had some adventures since we last uh, recorded a month ago. Um, but we had uh, we had made an effort to record multiple times, but uh, uh, I had a birthday on one of the nights, so we couldn't do that. And then uh, I got deported by ICE and oh, had nice. to sneak back through the tunnels. I did another uh, little hospital stay. It was a hey, party. Nice. What happened to your hospital stay there? Steve? Well, you know, it's <laughs> funny you ask, Ron. It's funny that you ask. You know, I you just entered your 40s with us. I, I, I am I'm there. Congratulations. Just started my 40s. I think Chris here is getting to the end of He's his 40s. He's almost 50, right, Chris? <laughs> uh, I'm not quite there, but I, I'm definitely on the back nine. Okay, know. nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, so I I did a a, a tough mutter race recently. It's about 10 miles and uh five uh, 25 obstacles, something like that. It's pretty strenuous. Did this on a Saturday and I uh on purpose? I'm, on purpose, yeah. Paid, oh, God. Paid uh, 20 bucks. Oh, my God. Too. You yeah. paid to do it, too? I had a coupon. Nice. Yeah. We'd like to thank loyal listener Mike Jones for helping Steve out in Thanks, this. Buddy. Thanks, buddy. That was Mike. awesome of you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I thought I, I, I thought I might have pulled something. thought I might have strained something on Monday. <laughs> I was uh, just feeling a little, a little funny, you know? Describe certain, funny. <laughs> certain tingly. Haha, funny or? Just kind of tingly in some certain spots, you oh, know? Nice. And uh, come Tuesday, I wasn't really tingling anymore. It was kind of a little bit more painful. I said, fuck, man. I think I have a hemorrhoid. Oh. <laughs> I literally go to CVS and I'm in the aisle and I say out loud, Jesus Christ, when did I get so fucking old? Like, I'm just like, I'm almost in tears because I'm like, what should I get? Should I get Ben Gay? <laughs> should I get this other brand? I don't know. Because something's not right with my asshole, you know? Yeah, it was awesome. Straight straight to the pooper right? on this episode. Yeah, All man. Right. We're, we're going, you know, yes. So I'll tell you. No, I'm intrigued because yeah. I haven't heard the whole story yet. Yeah, so, so, um, so that, was, um, that was my Tuesday. So here I am in the bathroom uh, putting the stuff on my asshole. And, I, and, and I'm like, when is this supposed to start working? Because... Man, this ain't this ain't doing nothing, dude. Wait, this is Tampico. Why do I have? <laughs> I mean, right now my asshole is minty fresh, you know. But I'm still like I'm still hurting. So I wake up Wednesday morning, and now I'm really hurting. I go see my doctor. Now, guys, I'm not, you know, uh, not used to dropping trow and spreading my ass, letting some somebody uh, check out my asshole and then stick their finger up it. I'm just I'm just not used to this. Right. It's like his ninth asshole, by the way. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, it looks like you got a hemorrhoid there. Oh, okay, great. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a hot bath, and I want you to light some candles. Put on yeah, some Barry Manilow. Right, right? We're going we're gonna to make it fucking, we're going to make it, you know. <laughs> I'll come in in a robe. It's so gonna... <laughs> the pain after this visit seems to increase, so much so that Thursday night at about 2.30 in the morning, I got up, went to a, found a, a 24-hour CVS. I bought one of every brand of their hemorrhoid oh, cream shit. on there. They are not fucking right? around. I'm mixing this stuff up. I, I'm going to make a paste. 
And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. It's a poultice. I'm gonna spackle. I'm gonna spackle my asshole with a putty knife with this stuff, right? And I'm still hurting, man. Now I'm to the point where it doesn't matter if I'm laying on my side, on my back, standing, sitting. Man, my ass hurts, and I'm not talking about my butt cheek. All right, I'm not talking about like Like it's like more like the culo, like the little right on it, man, (laughs) right Right on it. Yeah, real awesome. We'll have to put a warning on the front half of this episode. (laughs) So by Friday morning, now I'm going to the emergency room because I'm in this much pain. They take a look and they go, "Oh yeah, it looks like you have a infected hemorrhoid." What the fuck does that mean, man? Well, you need to have your your primary call your uh, a specialist and get you in today. Dude, they they get a hold of the specialist and say, "Oh, we can see you in a month." A month? Dude, I don't think oh, so. No. Dude. I'm gonna fucking die tonight. Anyways, I ended up back into the emergency room. Now I'm spreading my ass for these people for the night crew. <laughs> they take one look and they tell me that I have an abscess. Oh wow. That's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. And I've they had said, an abscess. Right, this boy. needs to be removed right away tonight. Yeah, man, they load me up with two shots of Dilaudid. Now, if you've ever had this shit, and I've had this before when I had my uh, gallbladder removed, let me tell you, when they hit me on that shit, man, I felt no pain. Mm-hmm. I was fucking in a state of euphoria. I mean, just like it was beautiful, right? You could have asked me anything, and I'd have fucking told you the truth, <laughs> right? And by the time the fifth crew came around to spread, <laughs> right? Well, no, that's the best probe. Part. By the end of this weekend, I'll remind you, we're on Friday night here. Okay, this is my Friday night party. Um, so uh, they give me two shots of this. They tell me I'm going to have to have surgery that night. I was in pain until I'm on the fucking. They're putting me on the table, and they put the mask on my face to put me under. I'm I'm still in pain the entire time. Mm. Like going from the gurney onto the operating table, fuck damn near killed me. Mm. I was just like screaming in pain, dude, from this fucking thing. And uh, did it like get like a golf ball or something? Uh, like, yeah. It... By this point, oh, yeah, yeah, I was pretty pretty. Like basically, what brought me back to the emergency room um, was that I I had to reach back there and, and uh, you know I had to rub my own asshole. Had to pluck. Yeah, yeah. and I said. I, I told my wife, I said, dude, this has gotten bigger. It's gotten worse, you know, and I'm really in a lot of people. This right. is this is not a hemorrhoid, man, right. you know. Plus, I'm, I'm online. It's a quad. I'm, I'm reading people's, like, <laughs> descriptions of hemorrhoids, and I'm like. Right, this is not it. No, dude, this <laughs> these people are still, like, living life. I'm, like, I'm, I'm fucking down for the count, dude. You know, I'm, I'm fucking down. You're like the commercials that I see late night when I'm watching, like, Law & Order or something on Ion, and it's like, it's like <laughs> do you suffer from excruciating hemorrhoid pain? Holy shit, <laughs> you dude. You need this some is, this was like This is like somebody put a hot coal in my asshole, man. I mean, wow. I didn't even want to pee, dude. I couldn't. I was like, <laughs> just oh, in case. It hurts my asshole to piss. Did I was you, like, I'm you like ever, an old man. Did you have a thought for like a half a second? You're like, there might be an alien growing in here, and I'm well, not gonna have a chest burster. I'm gonna have an ass. Listen, burster. I, when <laughs> I was in the emergency room, because you know now I'm they've they've shot me up, so I am high, right? But I'm still hurting. But I am high, so now I'm telling the nurses and the fucking and and the what have you is that I've got an ass goblin. <laughs> <laughs> now they've never heard talk like this apparently because they thought it was the funniest. <laughs> Looks Dude, over goes, still talking about you it, right now. Just, he just called it an ass goblin. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, Dude. So uh, yeah, so and the surgeon was super fucking cool. By this point, man, I'm showing everybody my asshole too. All right. Which skip ahead after all is said and done. 
Okay. Right? I wake up. I'm still a little sore, but I, I'm, I'm not in pain. Um, I'm in there Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Let me tell you, by Monday morning, if you were the cleaning lady, I just rolled over and I just spread my ass just so, <laughs> you know, I didn't even care anymore. Because every time somebody came in, they're looking at my asshole. Right. I'm like, I don't even know if they work here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think like the, the neighbor had visitors? I was like, this guy, this guy had both his fucking hands on my shoulders. You know? And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the look I was like, Chris's, wait, wait, what? The look on Chris's face right there was fucking priceless. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what kind of prevented me. Say, from, what, what kind of coverage you got? Yeah, I mean, right. Well, that was uh, that was WonderCon weekend too. Yeah, yeah which we'll yeah. get into in a few minutes here. But yeah, so so that was my awesome weekend while you guys were having a good time at WonderCon. Yeah, and that's a great, what a great segue. We'll segue right to right, WonderCon. Right. Anyway. So. Uh, yeah, WonderCon happened a few weeks ago, and then uh, uh, Monster Palooza as well, which we're also going to talk about. Yes, and Star Wars Celebration. Man, it's like we are in that time this of year. This is the season. You know? it's, it's oh the season boy, to, I tell you, to go do stuff. So, uh, uh, yeah, man, we had a great weekend at WonderCon. We ended up uh, location-wise because um, they oh they're back God. in Anaheim, yes. um, and they've expanded the Anaheim Convention Center. Oh. So, um, and it is much larger than it was before right, right and this WonderCon felt like comic-con like about 15 years ago where it wasn't so much about movies and video games like it was definitely about comic a books, lot of comic and that's a exciting. lot of fucking comic books and a lot of interesting stuff too right right and uh we ended up uh, luckily like our little booth was on an island on a corner uh we were right next to the 501st uh, yeah. So we had a lot of people coming up and asking about you over the weekend. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. As though, as though we were like the doctors. And I, had, <laughs> right. like, I checked on him earlier. He's, well, uh, after this, I, I went to Monster Palooza the next weekend, which let me tell you, I, I was the whole weekend having to tell that story. Of course. Again, oh, again, again and again. And I just like, hey, you just want to see my asshole? I'm used to it. You should have just put it on like a three by five card like deaf people do when they go out to eat, you know, and just like <laughs> hand it to people. There you go. <laughs> I have had the urge since to like get on my back and throw my legs in the air with the mirror <laughs> and just check my asshole out from, you know, from time to time, make sure everything is going just okay. daily. Just daily. Yeah. You know, just have you guys seen the, it was like the second part to, uh, um, knocked up. It's called. Uh, yeah, this is, this 40. is forty. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, Paul Rudd and that he was checking his asshole out. Like, right. do, do I have a do I have a hemorrhoid? <laughs> That's what I, I feel now. I'm like, oh fuck, dude! I've I've become that that person. I, me and that wife are that couple. I had that same thing happen on my head. You had a hemorrhoid on your head? No, I had an abscess. Where on have the you back been putting your head? Oh, fuck, so I yeah. had a little lump that had been back there for years, and it was one of those things where I just thought I had like a lump, you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like. I was sitting there and it was the same thing. And I went to the hospital the first time and they were like, literally, they're like, oh, you have like a small, uh, like a, uh, an infection, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. And then 24 hours later, that little infection that was made, you know, started out like a peanut size was like a fucking baseball on the yeah. back of my neck. And Jesus. Uh, I had to go in for emergency surgery. They, and they lanced that thing. And it was like a water balloon popping. Uh, oh, see, oh, I was oh. out. Oh, they were no. like, you need to be out for this. I was like, I need to be out for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I think that was a little more delicate because yeah. they were what they were dealing with. But for me, so that was the first day before, or that was the day before my first day of college. So oh. my first day of college, I was like the kid from like fucking uh, uh, 16 Candles uh, <laughs> with the, the neck brace. But right. I had like all of this gauze like wrapped right. around my head. Like I looked like half of uh, the mummy. 
but not the good half, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, and they shaved my head, and then I, I I have a permanent little scar back there as well that my barber. Like I said, dude, I went for a fucking run in a race. Yeah. One day to fucking like I'm in the goddamn hospital. Yeah. Like, what right? the fuck is this all about? Yeah, that was a, that went south real fast. Yeah, for sure. totally. So anyway, so we were at WonderCon. Uh, WonderCon went great. Uh, we had a fantastic. Uh, <coughs> the uh, we had a. I, I mean, we. Uh, and for our loyal listeners out there, we will tell you, we had our best day ever the day before WonderCon. And so much so that Chris and I were like, something crazy is happening right, right. now. So, and we were, I mean, we're, we want to thank you guys. We're super excited. But it was like, uh, we, we hit uh, uh, 1,800 individual listeners in a day, which is our best download day ever. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Thanks, guys. Thousands appreciate of people it. literally uh, listening to this podcast, and we appreciate On it. On a single day. On a single day. And then, uh, you know, post... Uh, post uh, uh, WonderCon, we've had another nice bump. So yeah. it's like we're everything's, you know, someday, hey, we, we might actually uh, work this into something, you know, where yeah. we make money at some point. Like a who sponsor. Knows? Right. Who knows? So, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, one of the cool things about WonderCon this year is we're used to being crammed in the middle of the aisle. And we had a yeah. corner. And then right next to us, there was this space and then a pole. So there wasn't enough room for another more table. Like a pillar as yeah. opposed to a pole. Yeah, yeah. But there was a big, like, concrete pillar. So there was probably five feet between no, it was like us. Eight, yeah, eight feet to our right, unoccupied, Steve, and we Uh-oh. we just day drew, two we we expanded. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was we had like like actual exhibitor booth size space at that Uh-oh. point. Yeah, and it was uh, we were on the corner as well, and it worked out great, man. We had a, we had a lot of fun, a lot of good feedback, uh, a lot of new listeners, and we love our new listeners. Um, but you know, and we got to we got to see some new books, got to see some new interesting things. Meet some new artists. Uh, uh-huh. Did you pick up any new books while you were there? Um, you know, I I don't think I had a chance to get away from the table because we were hopping. We so were much. definitely busy. Like I we really didn't get much time. A lot of shirts, a lot of comic books. It was a good time, man. A good time had by all. So, but uh, that uh, was our most successful weekend. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? And it's like uh, as far as the book goes, for those of you guys that are interested, or the the the, uh, the company goes, uh, Inland Blue Comics. Uh, we just opened up our third issue of Grace. Mm-hmm. Is now available. Uh, issue four is uh, going to the printer soon. Uh, we've got Princess Rosalie. Uh, uh, Three is done, yeah. and the coloring book are both done. They just need to go to the printers. Yeah, we got some exciting new stuff coming down the line as well. Yes, so. we do. Some yeah. really talented folk. For our fan out there that made the meme of me, <laughs> uh, Ron, do you? Dean. His name is Dean. 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 I'm sorry, I was trying to find it on here. And yeah, yeah. Chris posts. 30 things a fucking day so i'm trying to <laughs> it's all about content man you right. gotta have more content so hey uh, dean that was a funny meme i appreciate <laughs> it it was uh my, my wife uh, my wife enjoyed it so. uh well the best <laughs> thing was is that because dean also was the one that when he came to the comic book the signing night for the comic book uh, he brought the uh live more uh pop uh, yes. thing uh toy and so Chris was like on a mission to find one and he fucking found one. We were at WonderCon. You know what's funny is I was looking the first day because I was going to buy one. I'm like, this would be the funniest shit if I come back with this stupid ass pop thing. And the guys, I finally found one because everybody was buying them up because I guess they're rare. And, uh, you know, who brings that many of these things? So I'm like, I found one. I'm like, oh, how much is it? 30 bucks. All right, ain't that fucking funny. I'm out of here. <laughs> so I just happened to be going past another booth, and they had it for like 11. I'm like, okay, it's 11 funny. It ain't 30 bucks funny. All right. So you, I found one. The, the people out there who collect pops. I don't get that shit. You're dude. a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, it's it's Beanie Babies. It it's is. Fucking, it is. It's Cabbage Patch Dolls, man. It's, it's 
junk. Yeah. It's crap. It's got really no collectability to it. It's weird as well. It, it's dog. It's they're fucking dog shoe toys, dude. Pretty That's kind of what they are. Yeah, it's crap. And get a real fucking collectible. You know what? <laughs> Take that money. Go get yourself a sideshow or a gentle giant or some something cool, man. Yeah. That's crap. You have a wall of garbage. <laughs> All right. You've been sold a lie. A lie. Flip that crap while you can. Make a few bucks and go get a real collectible. Be a real goddamn fan. I agree with that. Fuck, man. That, that stuff makes me ill. Nice, man. When I see that line when we're at Comic-Con, I'm like, are you fucking people for real? And you ask right. them, you're like, what are you in line for? And they're like, exclusive oh, pop toys. Yes. And like, like, you're um, an exclusive dumbass. What? Like, what, what exclusive? And they're fucking. like, oh, they've got the uh, the alternate Harry Potter uh, pop, uh, but it's <laughs> Harry in year seven as opposed to the pop, which gets currently Harry in year four. And I'm like, I don't care. That's It all looks the same and goofy. It's garbage. So. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of collectibles that I don't get where I'm like, and it's like, it, to me, it's like, well, it's like when they did those reactive, uh, like retro action figures, I'm like, like, you know, they all look like the seventies, you know, right. and I'm like we listen, we, we suffered through that already. Right. <laughs> We've made great strides in technology right. find, to get us to this point, dude. Find a toy with more articulation, please. God <laughs> damn, man. If you can't have conversational stormtroopers. What is the point of collecting? Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. So, uh, Steve, uh, you went to Monster Palooza. Tell us Monster about how that Palooza. Goes. Oh, man. Well, let me start off by telling you people this. All you freaking convention noobs, get your tickets online, okay? Right. The days of getting tickets at the show are fucking over, right? Don't waste your time. Get the ticket ahead of time. This show is sold out. It was it's completely first, sold out? Completely sold out. It's wow. the first time. Since I started going to Monster Palooza, that this show was sold out, man. It's crazy. Do you feel like uh, Son of Monster Palooza is going to be big like that, too? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. Normally, Son of Monster Palooza, it's a, it is a little bit smaller, and they rehash a lot of the stuff from the Monster Palooza show. They kind of show it again at Son of. Well, dude, WonderCon was sold so, out, too. Yeah. And usually Saturday at WonderCon was sold out. And they, they changed the hours. This year it opened at noon on uh, Friday. Uh-huh. So they went noon to 7 on Friday. Yeah. So noon to 7 on Friday, yeah. 9, to, 9 to 7 on Saturday, and 10 to 5 on Sunday. Hmm. And I was like, the first year we did WonderCon in An- Anaheim, it was like dead until 4 o'clock, dude. Yeah. Right. And right. it was like they opened, and it was like, dang, nobody here. This place is empty. We were hopping by 1 o'clock on yeah. Friday. And I was like, what? What is happening? Like, I didn't expect this to be busy at all, you right. know, for like four hours. Yeah. And it was insane. And then Saturday, it was like packed. I was shocked at how packed it was. I was. Know? I went to Monster Palooza all three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it was shoulder to shoulder uh, all three days, you know. Uh, we saw the, the great Rick Baker was there yeah. on uh, on Friday evening. Get him to sign something else for you? No, I, I could have. Because uh, I help a few of my friends set up uh, their booths and whatnot, so I kind of have early access. And he was in there, and and people were coming up to him and and uh, you know hitting him up for pictures and autographs. And I, I was like, well, I've already been that guy. So remember the uh, somebody else have a turn. The guy from True Blood that was the uh, uh, the Mexican spiritual guy, right? That was uh, what's his, the black guy's boyfriend. And okay, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last two seasons, the yeah. Brujo. No, yeah. he wasn't the last two. He was like the middle two. Uh, that guy, we he came by our booth. Oh, on, yeah? Uh, yeah, 
Oh, so him cool. and his kid, and then you know he's on Lucifer now. So See, I'm, not, like, I'm not in the new. The show's great, dude. Uh, yeah, you I gotta mean, check I, that I, I watched the first season. Oh, what are they on the second or third now? Oh uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, good. it is pretty. It is pretty good. He's I, great. I did, yeah, um, I didn't. The, the guy the plays show. Lucifer. Yeah, but this dude, um, it's, it's Kevin something. Uh, I totally blanked on his name. Totally nice guy. Yeah. And actually, he came up to the table, and his kid was there looking at our stuff. And we were just chatting with him. Like, I, I didn't, didn't realize who he was him. until he walked away. Right. And then he came back, and I'm like, okay, I watched this show with my kid. She'll, like, totally trip if I get a picture with him. Yeah, that's I cool. don't usually do that shit. No. Yeah. Like, I, you, you know. You guys, listen, no. I, I'm not the kind of guy who will wait in line to meet somebody. And See, I really won't bug I don't mind that so much. I just don't do it. Like, I always feel Robert lame. England was there, and he had a massive line. Oh, yeah. Massive. Um, and so was so was Kane Hodder, who uh, he's played Jason. Out of all the Friday the Thirteenth movies, he did Jason. Like most of them were just one guy, one time it was no big deal. Kane Hodder played Jason about three or four times, I believe. This guy has been on the convention circuit since like two thousand right. ninety nine or two thousand, right? Every convention he had a line How of people. That That's Luke like, Holy dude. crap, right? That's but the guy even, from Battlestar. Even the guys on the floor, like, you know, because sometimes oh, with these dead, shows, so. <laughs> with a lot of people, you know, when they have celebrities like that, people are spending money on them right. and not spending money on, you know, the the dealers mm-hmm. inside. Um, everybody that I talked to had a really good weekend. Even my buddy uh, Don England from uh, Michigan uh, comes out to Monster Palooza. He said this was his best year ever. And that was awesome. Because, um, you know, these, these guys at Monster Palooza, they're the ones, like I've talked about before, these are the, these are the guys who, who who come up with these monsters and aliens that you see there. Um, these are the guys who are actually putting in real work, you know. And you could see their stuff. Like you're like, hey, I just did this movie. Like I just worked on Star Trek Beyond. But here's my booth, and here's stuff that you can purchase for yourself. You know, right. very um, cool, very very cool. very cool. You know, um, well, I definitely feel awesome like weekend. It's kind of funny because like. With Comic Con being so like you know, corporate. Well, not more more so than corporate. Uh, and we love Comic Con because they're the yes. they produce WonderCon. So I would never right. say a mean right. thing about right. them. Right, right, But um, but the idea behind uh, uh, that con point. that con is so essentially like you're it's like you're showing me what's coming down the pipe, you know, as opposed to but it's all big corporate stuff, you know. It's it's focused on. The Walking Dead. It's focused on WB. It's focused on Fox, CW. CW, things like that. It's it was like refreshing to go to WonderCon and not have it be that. To have it be like, like here's the thing, not right. here it's coming. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. and I, and it's like I, I feel like Monster Palooza <laughs> from what you're saying. It's more of that same where it's like, look, I'm a creator and I'm out here creating, you know. And here's like. Here is the opportunity for you to see what I'm creating, you yeah, know, right. and you can purchase what I'm creating, you know, as opposed to, you know, it's like you go to the Mattel booth every year and they're like, this is what's coming in, in stores in six months. And you're like, cool, I can't buy any of this right now, though. Right. Right. You know, right. that's a trade show, not yeah. a convention. Yeah. yeah. You know, because that's really and, that's, and trade that's shows one... are painful because you're like, yeah. I want to buy this. Right. And right. I can't buy anything. That's Nam. Yeah. Nam is the same way. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you can't buy that stuff unless you're a dealer. Right. At, you know, with a store. Yeah. And you're putting in an order for that shit to come to you later. Right. Well, uh-huh. on, on a Saturday night, they, uh, along with your, your ticket for the day, they had an after party. And it really, it wasn't like a, a huge thing. Mm-hmm. It was a decent size. It was very intimate. But they did a, a Lifetime Achievement Award for uh, V-Neal. 
And if uh, you don't know who V. Neal is, uh, please look her up. Okay, she has been in the industry, and she has made characters, um, you know, from the Lost Boys to Beetlejuice to everything you've ever seen with Pee Wee Herman. Any, you know, she's worked on all of Tim Burton's movies, um, mm-hmm. Batman, you know, to uh, I think Planet of the Apes. Um, I mean, and she's working today. Good. And uh, the award was presented by uh, Paul Rubens, so that was pretty cool to see. Uh, Pee Wee Herman up there. Was there I was not expecting that. Was there a bunch of jackasses doing Pee Wee Oh, there's such a bunch of basic fucking bros. <laughs> like, we get it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I wanted up. to fucking smack every one of them, dude. So this was V. Neal? Yep, V. Neal had oh, a, a great in Motley Crue. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, I don't know where to go from that one. <laughs> That's a Sorry. terrible. That was a terrible joke. Hey, you know, I was holding on to it. I, I, I overshot. What <laughs> is that? What it was? It was I overshot. It felt. It, it was felt, forced. It felt like you but were. Yeah. If if you missed uh, if you missed Monster Palooza, go to Son of Monster Palooza in September. Um, look it up online. Get your tickets ahead of time, and you can go see some of the cool stuff um, that they had at this last show. It's it's definitely it's worth just go, the museum. That they set yeah. up was worth it alone. Is worth the twenty five bucks mm. alone. You know, I've, I've been threatening to go to Monster Palooza, but I'm always working that weekend. So. It, yeah, it's there's another show that comes in the summer called Scare LA. I swear to God, I miss this show every year because I have something in your ass, monumentally basically. more important that I have to do. It's like a wedding, right? Or, and it's like it's not like a wedding for an acquaintance. It's like a wedding for like you know. Somebody I've known for 30 years gotta fucking go, you know? Right. So, (laughs) well, as we talk about two conventions that we actually went to, let's talk about a third convention that none of us got to go to, but I'm sure we watched a lot, all got to see part of it online this weekend, which is Star Wars Celebration. Yes. You didn't see any of it? Really? Man, I I was watching. I was pretty much glued. So, I I was too busy watching The the Force Awakens. I let the the boss know. I was like, listen, I got some important shit I need to watch on my phone. Okay. (laughs) It's Star Wars related. He's like, I'm watching it online in my office. So, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Steve, you went to, we all went, or we went to Celebration when it was in Anaheim. Celebration Anaheim, Anaheim, yes. Which was fantastic. Two years ago. Phenomenal. And then this was, uh, now, uh, where are they, do you know where they're planning on doing it next? No, they have not announced. I think it's going to be. um, Do you think it's just going to hip hop between coasts? (sighs) What is the capital of North Korea again? (laughs) Pyongyang? You think so? I think so. Well, I think it's a good chance. It, well, especially because you know, most I know they're bidding America for it. Will be gone, right? You know, they're, so. they're they're bidding for it. <laughs> and I figure, you know, if we're we're over there, you know, South Korea, they can make a lot of cool toys, nice. real cheap, you know. So nice. No, but anyways, <laughs> uh, they did not announce. And let me tell you, the Star Wars nerds are going fucking crazy about this because they normally Sunday it's the last thing they say right. is, "Hey, we'll see you." In, you know, wherever in a year or two years. Now, they did it, say that the next one will be in 2019. They just didn't say where. Well, wasn't the last one in? There was one in England. They do, yeah. Celebration Europe. Yeah. Basically, it was, it was you know was the way Anaheim, it was going was Anaheim, Europe. Europe, Orlando, and even before that, it was it went Orlando, Germany. Europe, Anaheim, then Europe again. Sounds like Orlando. Sounds like Anaheim should be. We should be back in Anaheim next year I, I, or in nineteen. Ni- so. uh, Twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah. So every two years seems about right. Yeah. You know, I'll go this time. 
Dude, this was great. I feel like I missed I out. Absolutely. Yeah, blast. I mean, it was cool. You I know, mean, I mean, one day, but with the pictures that I saw um, of Orlando, um, I was kind of like, well, you know, I've kind of already seen this crap before. Well, it it did have some similarities to what we saw in Anaheim. Yeah, and I personally am not. Uh, I'm not impressed by costumes anymore. Because I'll see those same costumes next week at the uh, Rancho Cucamonga Library at Victoria Gardens. So, eh, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I'm just jaded. But uh, although um, with, uh, I will say this with uh, at WonderCon, a lot of representation from uh, uh, Rogue One, yeah. yeah, and a lot of representation from Force Awakens. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Ray was really popular. It yeah. was like a lot of the females wearing Ray. Hey, you see the dolls at uh, at Target? Well, I didn't, but I know figures. you did. <laughs> well, you know, I just I happened to just happened to be searching. To for that. I, I happened to notice a, a, a big end cap full of Wonder Woman. Uh, right, right. And I thought of you. I'm. I would really like to know if people are buying them. I because you I'm know what they complain. They're there. Exactly. Buy the shit. Exactly. You know? Put your money where your mouth it, it's is. Still, it's People still what I maintain is like they produce it, and if you don't buy it, they're not going to fucking do it again. Exactly. You know? So It's been quite a while since they stopped producing that stuff. So it, we'll see what happens. My favorite uh, WonderCon Rogue One outfit was the uh, somebody was a, 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 rebel block, a rebel trooper with the white you know, dome hat. Yeah. And they had a, 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 a lightsaber permanently glued to through them went through their chest yeah they were walking around i almost fell out of my chair laughing it was so good i saw a video uh in orlando um they reenacted the that the scene. scene did you see it at the credit card machine yeah it's fucking brilliant <laughs> so it's like the awesome. troopers at the credit card machine and he like pulls it out and so there's like a group of them and he's like go 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 and then and then so like one guy starts running and so like the GoPro's following him and in the distance you see Darth Vader like cutting people down yeah. and they're running through the convention floor and they get all the way to like a set of glass doors and there's troopers on the other side with the Princess Leia there and they're like trying to get it through and they like pans back to Darth Vader and it comes back and he's all go 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 <laughs> so. it is it is uh, definitely one of the things that the 501st and the Rebel Legion like to do at Celebration yeah um, they'll do what they call Called the running of the rose wood rose remember in empire strikes back when they're yes. evacuating and and the black guy comes running by he's the ice cream maker his ice cream maker so what they do now is they reenact that How and, funny. but they all wear like goofy wigs and shit now and mustaches <laughs> and and they all have those fucking ice cream makers and these like these orange jumpsuits man running of the wood rose fuck, yeah they get like I, uh, celebration man it looked like they had fucking <laughs> 75 or 100 of them dude well, that's I mean, cool i mean like let's that's be honest Rocky i've done i've done a uh um tuscan raider thing at WonderCon before or and we all had to walk it single file because right. that's the number one thing that everybody says to us right. is you know they hide their numbers and right. yeah we got you i would assume so. that number one they'd be so but yeah man i was like steve uh glued to my computer Watching panels. For the uh, the tribute to Carrie Fisher was excellent. Yes, and the four or the uh, uh, last Jedi panel was fantastic yes. as well. It was, and I I, I mean, uh, now we've all obviously seen the teaser at this point, right? Yes. Uh, so reactions, uh, Chris. What was your reaction to the teaser? I I didn't get, like get goosebumps or anything. I mean, yeah, it was, I needed it. I. It was kind of like yeah, I feel like I've seen this. 
Well, I, here's the first thing I said was at least it's not. A, I don't see any Death Stars in this one. Right. Well, I mean, as far as you know. Well, my only my only thing was I'm all, I did see some Imperial Walkers and right. I did see what looks like. If I I swear to God, if they take down a single one of those fucking things with a tow cable, I'm gonna get up and walk out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Well, if somebody, have to if, now. if somebody says that armor's too strong for blasters, use the tow cables. Right. I I'm, mean, I'm leaving the fucking is, building. Is this one going to be, um, you know, is is the what, what's the new bad guys called again? Snoke. No, or no, uh, the first order. The first order, yeah. Um, the first order it, strikes back. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what? If they give me some bounty hunters, you're fine. I, I won't complain. Well, I, I just I feel mark like my words. As long as, look, as long as while I'm watching it, I don't get the same story beats that I was getting in Empire. Like, tell your own story, please, for mm-hmm. the love of all that's good. Now, I did like that shot with the salt flats with those fighters. Right. Like, that was pretty dope. That I, was cool. I think that they are. We are getting to the point where we are going to end the Skywalker solo storyline. We're you think, done. You think so? I think so. I mean, I don't know what their plans are after nine. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if Luke survives this trilogy, but I, I mean, think, I'll be bitter if he doesn't survive this movie. So. I think. I think that I they think are done gone. and they are ready to move on with new characters and new stories. Yeah. Well, I heard they're gonna they're gonna be ready to announce the 2020 anthology film soon. So they said by summer. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, uh, I mean, because the Han Solo one's the next one. Which, I, I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, the guys that are directing it are the dudes that did the Lego movie. And they're, you know, Chris Lord and uh, I forget the other guy's name. I don't get that Lego movie crap or whatever. Eh. Did you see the Lego Batman movie? No. Holy shit, that was great, dude. Yeah. That is the best Batman movie that's ever been put on <laughs> film. Really? I'm not even joking. Wow. Like, it, it's, look, the Christian Bale Batman movies are fantastic, but they're also very, like, dark and gritty. That's what I like, though. Yeah, but they're fucking humorless to the point of, like... It's like dour. Like when you rewatch them, I, I like feel like I need to like light a candle and sit down with a you know a bourbon and fucking like <laughs> like read a dark tome of something before I start. Like there's it's fucking humorless as humor gets. He likes so. fucking uh, Jim Carrey as the fucking Riddler. That's <laughs> right, what he likes. right. Actually, I do not dislike Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I, I cannot. Think, uh, Jim oh Carrey God. did a good job as the Riddler. I can't personally. stand uh, uh, Two Face in that. Oh, it's like such terrible. a such an ugly ripoff. In fact, of Joker. Jim Carrey was the only thing good about that movie. I like Val Kilmer. He was fine. Uh, and his elbow. It was fantastic. No. I still want my wife to dress up like uh, Uma Thurman. Oh, I, yeah. Poison Ivy. Though. I think she could rock that. Yeah, I like that. Um, but no, man. So the Lego Batman movie, if you get a chance, fantastic. And it's like kind of brilliant uh, uh and because uh, i know you're not going to watch it and spoiler alert uh but they uh they they send joker to the uh uh to the uh to not the negative zone that's marvel uh to the phantom uh, zone the phantom zone where they fucking have zod trapped okay uh because in joker it's literally this thing where joker's like batman's like you're not my greatest villain and he goes no I, I totally am he's all superman's my greatest villain you know and uh-huh. he's like he's like no but we we complete each other and he's like no and so he shoots him to the phantom zone after joker pulls off this huge elaborate heist and so when joker gets there in the phantom zone it's filled with all of these people that have been pushed there but it's like all these wb properties so it's like sauron fucking godzilla uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like all of these big wb properties at yeah. voldemort so okay. and, and they uh, so Joker comes back to Gotham with the help of all of these WB properties. And basically it's all of Batman's rogue galleries, all of the bat people 
fighting against Joker and all the evil WB properties. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> all right. Like, watching it, you're like, I, I, I never knew I wanted this in a Batman film, right. but it works so well. So, but yeah, and it's funny as shit. So, like a little humor in my Batman. So, so they're they're the ones who are going to be doing the Han Solo movie. They're doing the Han Solo movie, and uh, you know they they did a little like sneak peek the other day where they showed you like some animatronic stuff. You know, I, I read a thing where uh, Del Toro pitched the idea of doing a Job of the Hut gangster movie. Dude, that'd be dope. It would be dope, but fuck, you know how Del Toro like he's a slug, shit. dude. Why do we care about Jabba? Ah, God damn, Chris! Every time, like I don't know why. How like every time I, I I come around to like, oh, he's not so bad. You see some <laughs> I don't fucking get it, crap dude. like that, dude. Job is weak, dude. No, well, I mean, <sighs> if if you could do some really cool shit, because obviously, if it's gonna be gangster stuff, you're gonna have bounty hunters, and, and like that's I'm the in. only and saving grace. It gives me a fucking goddamn boner, dude. Yeah. What can I say? I love that. Yeah, crap, that's all dude. good, but I mean. Dude, that like, was like my least like favorite thing. I I like Jar Jar better than Job of the Hut. I don't get you. Yeah, I can't get behind you on that one, dude. Holy fucking and, shit! I, dude, he's a fucking slug. I don't Sen- get it. Senator dude. Binks is a wonderful, wonderful being and all, but I really uh, <laughs> I like not better than Jabba. Like everybody else in Jabba's crib, uh, you know, I can sort of get behind even the pig guys, but you can't get behind Jabba the Hutt. I don't think Jabba. Called Gamorrean guards, dude. I know what they are. I'm <laughs> kidding. Yeah, well, it's like it's fucking like, my dad sitting over here fucking uh, talking about. Actually, I take that back. My dad fucking knows more than you do. Guns, them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I owned those actually when I was a kid. The Gamorrean guards. And when you can't, you can't forget about Bugface and dude, the whole intergalactic gangster. He's he fucking. Dro- he's like, oh, you're gonna give me shit here. I'm gonna drop you in a fucking pit. Get eaten by right? this thing, man. How's he gonna do anything? He's gonna drop. He doesn't even have like art. Oh, and Steve. He doesn't a- have to. But see, that's the best thing. He doesn't have to, man. If they make a practical job of the hut or a job of the hut movie, they could use your butthole as a practical. Yes. <laughs> right. For the Sarlacc pit, it'd be the silver, <laughs> the silver anal lining right there. Oh, that would have been a great picture if I could have got a couple of Star Wars figures around my butthole right before they did the surgery. <laughs> that would have been that would have been my new profile pic. If you would have just stuck the Lando Calrissian one, just just his head in your butt, right? right? <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. Uh, but uh, but no, man. So uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm excited about the Han Solo I mean, movie. Listen, but celebration. I'm cool with the Han movie. Listen, I, you know, I, I'm I'm excited about the movie. It'll be Ant Man. Am I? Am I? Am I counting the days? I'm not, dude. I'm just for not. Last Jedi. You're not, or Han no, Solo? No, dude. Any of them, man. Like I said, I, we talked about this a couple months ago. Man, I'm a fucking Star Wars saturation, dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, one of the things that was so exciting about when you know they were coming out with uh, seven, seven, was that we hadn't seen a fucking Star Wars movie in so many years, you know? And two thousand five, yeah, yeah, you know. And I've just been watching 82. animated series and stuff like that. You know what? Also, I think like. I kind of feel like as much as I loved Rogue One, like the anthology movies are one step too far. It's like only in that. Well, Rogue One isn't really outside of the story, though. It is, though. It's none not of them, really. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. It's I'll, bit players in the same story. But, but because it's literally only been four months since we went to the movies and saw a fantastic Star Wars movie. Right. Like, I'm not aching for one, you know? Like, <clears throat> right. I, I am aching to see Luke Skywalker actually speak on screen. Right, like, I, right. I do want to see that, and I am intrigued by the continuation of Episode Seven. Like, I want to see that continuing storyline. But like the Han Solo movie, like I am not excited about that at all. I couldn't care. Like yeah. I, 
but I wasn't excited about Rogue One. And then I saw Rogue One, and here's oh, the thing. I, see, I was excited I was about Rogue digging One. Rogue yeah. One. Yeah, I but we cool talked about that. this on the podcast. Like, I had reservations about it because I was like, man, they like I felt, you know, they dropped the ball a little bit on Episode 7. And then it's like I didn't want them. And then Rogue One, like Rogue One, the more I watch Rogue One, the more it's becoming one of my favorite of the Star right. Wars saga. Right. Like, about of all it's a solid movie. movies. It's so fun, dude. It's yeah. solid. And it's like the last 45 minutes of it are fantastic. So... Right. But um, and so much so that it like triggered me to go back and watch Rebels season three. Right. So I'm like rewatching. Season I hear they're three. gonna make season four, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, they announced yeah, that at Celebration, and they've turned. They officially have turned Rex into the guy with the beard from fucking Return of the Jedi. Yep. So, so uh, the Rebel command. There's one Rebel. Oh, commando. you mean one of the Rebel commanders? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Well, one of the commandos that goes down to Endor has this big-ass, bushy, white beard, and he's, like, right. super tan. And so they have uh, retconned it into that is Rex from... He's a clone trooper, essentially. Oh. So Rex is from the Clone Wars, and then he's been on Rebels, you know, as an older clone. Oh. And then and then so we saw... So we know he lives till Return of the Jedi, which makes me happy. Yeah. So since he's my absolute... One of my favorites. Huh. I'm just curious because we haven't seen Ahsoka, you know, so... Right. But they did. Uh, they did at the end of season three. They did the Darth Maul Obi Wan battle hmm. uh, on Tatooine. So like you know, it, it happened pretty quick. I will say that Darth Maul went down like a bitch. But um, it was interesting. You know the fact that they we got around back to that. So the storyline took us there hmm. naturally as well. Yeah, they had to wrap up a lot of loose ends. Yeah. Did you see the um, the unfinished version of uh, Boba versus Cad Bane? I did not. Ooh. They showed that at Celebration, didn't they? They did, ma'am. Really cool. Get to I find mean, out how Boba gets his dent in his helmet. Was it from Cad? Yep. Nice. They have a they have a fucking uh they have a uh a showdown at the OK Corral, so to speak, you know? Nice. Yeah. No but, wait. How how long between that and Empire? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? How long what's the span of time between that and Empire? No, years. this this was unfinished uh, stuff from the Clone Wars cartoon series. Okay, Boba, like Ahsoka, you watch him grow up throughout right. the Clone Wars. Right. So this would have been by this point, the Clone Wars were supposed to be about he would have been about a teenager, okay, maybe like sixteen at this point. Yeah, a little maybe a little bit older like or something. He was ten in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, so so the motherfucker um, spends ten years with a dent in his helmet. He's got lasers and spaceships and can't fix a dent. Dude, that Mandalore armor is like special Hold, made, dude. dude like, okay, I'm just I'm just being that's clear, custom, dude. That's a custom job. Like, like you, don't, you don't you don't that's like a battle trophy, man. Yeah, all right, all right, I'll buy you it. You just took on one of the most powerful fucking bounty hunters in the fucking in the universe, and you lived. And that's the dent he put All in All right, I'll you go for it. You keep that fucking I'll shit, go, dude. I'll go Chris has that. never watched. He doesn't know who Cad Bane is. He's no, missing the awesomeness of Cad Bane. So. He's also never watched like a Western or no. like. Oh, Jesus. Like anything with any amount of testosterone in no, it. No, it's, it's got to be a CW I've watched basketball. About, <laughs> <laughs> you watch basketball? Is that what you say? He likes to watch fucking like. Is it, oh, movies of fucking English guys in the 17th century talk about their fucking feelings. <laughs> No, I don't know of any movies like that that I like. A big, I like to big watch fan of Pride and Prejudice. I'm and, not uh, a fan of those. I hate. I like those. to watch black and white French interpretive <laughs> movies. Um. <laughs> like the nudity's really classy in those older ones. So <laughs> they got a lot of bush too. A lot of big bush. <laughs> there was. I came across an article. It was probably about a year ago when they still had. Or they have the Criterion Collection on Hulu, uh-huh. and so it was essentially it's like the, the ten best Criterion. 
movies to watch that with nudity <laughs> on Hulu. Right. And I was like, okay, like that's a weird article. <laughs> and so I was like, what the hell? Why? It's like, I like one in the morning. I'm doing nothing. So I turn on this French movie, like literally. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> At a certain point, I'm all, I, I don't know what's happening. This is really weird. I'm intrigued by it enough to still be watching it. But uh, yeah, so very, very sort of like softcore torture porn, but done in France. So yeah. definitely check that out when you get a moment. Softcore torture porn done in France? No, the fucking between uh, Cad Bane and fucking Boba. Yes, I will. Because sure. you also find out where Boba gets his blaster. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And he's in his... Because his armor has been developing over the years, little bits and pieces have started to kind of come into place right. with him. And now he's like, he's like full-blown Boba. Nice, nice. Now this is, it's, it's not quite finished footage, but it's, it's enough. I'm, I'm very to, curious as, I mean, first off, we know why they canceled Clone Wars, but why wouldn't they just let him finish that season before they moved on to Rebels? You know what I mean? You know, the only thing I could think of is, like I said, they were fucking... Let's let's see if we want to keep some of these characters. I, I just think that they were like, we're going to stop production on everything until we can get a handle on it. Well, and then also like we're canceling Rebels now after four seasons. Like <clears throat> I, I just that seems weird to me as well. Like that narrative could have gone on forever. Essentially, I think that they're going to continue on with more animated stuff. I just do you think they're going to do that same Clone War style and God, I hope to, so. Like because I really like the Dave Filoni sort of universe. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, they. I think they were also kicking around the idea of, of uh, another Star Wars live action show and being directed by Dave Filoni. Ooh, I'd watch that. I think there was talk about that at Celebration. I would definitely watch yeah. that. Now, I, I, I'm curious. Do you think that the next animated show might take grab you after Return of the Jedi and be essentially about the people we love? You know, or that would seem like a good place well, to go. And, and look at the span of time we have between Return of the Jedi. And uh, first, or the first uh, awakens. While. It's the same thirty years. Yeah, you got almost as much time as you had between the Clone Wars, and like you could do seven no, seasons of that. Oh so. no, between clo- between the Clone Wars was eighteen. Yeah, between be- I'm sorry, between uh, three uh, episode three between and four. between uh, yeah, okay, between uh, Revenge of the Sith yeah. and A New Hope. You've got eighteen years there, and you've yeah. actually got thirty. So after Jedi, I mean, you got a lot of like what's been going on. Yeah, you know. And, you know, we're seeing the the return of the Thrawn character everybody's like, real hot about. I think it'd be interesting to, for them to go back and do uh, uh, sort of like the Heir to the Empire books, you know, the Thrawn trilogy. Like, why don't you, like, turn that into an animated series? I've always thought that would make a great animated series. Because yeah. you're never going to be able to recapture Luke and Leia and them as young people. But you could do a, a great telling of that story in animated form. Right. You know? And it would be a very interesting what happened after, you know, essentially after Aftermath, which are those three books, you know, that yeah. they put out. Um, you could, I mean, and even those are only basically a year after or two years after. I think Jedi. they've got they've got a lot of room to work with. You and know? It's it's so funny because even though I'm I'm not as pumped for, I'm not as giddy about the Last Jedi as I was about Force Awakens. Um, I'll probably end up liking the movie more. Sure, um, but at the same time, it's like. Um, it's like even though we are in a Star Wars saturation, you know, uh, uh, I'm curious how long they're going to keep this going for. And not only that, uh, are we just going to get sick of it? At a I think they're going to keep it going as long as they got money making. I mean, look, dude, Disney has invested a lot of fucking money in this goddamn franchise. They got to make it. Back. I mean, look at you're you're doing two theme parks. 
You're doing Orlando and California. And did you, you know? hear about this Millennium Falcon ride? They talked about it at Celebration. Uh, you know what? I did not. I, 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 the only thing I read of was that, like doing certain things are going to completely change the way you experience the theme park. Right. Which is so, crazy. Like it will remember shit you do throughout the day. Wow. And yeah. so like if you go on the Millennium, the Millennium Falcon ride, from what I understand, looks like a four-person ride. So it's like four of us get on to whatever like cockpit area we're getting on to. And then we all do different things on the ship. Really? Yes. And so the things we do dictates how the ride goes for each of us. So like that's the, dope. So it's like Star Tours, except you're interactive, essentially. And I can't go on it. Why not? Because it's another one of those movie motion bullshit rides. Yeah, but I don't think it's 3D. It doesn't matter. Dude, take some Dramamine, it don't sack matter, the fuck dude. up, and it go on matter. the Millennium Falcon ride. It don't matter. I, I end up sick anyway. <laughs> fucking be rolling around on fucking It's a Small World the whole time. Uh, I'll go with you, Ron. He's going to be like the uh, fucking you guy know in the wheelchair. I, like, I got to oh. go once, but I'll be puking right after. This, you know. it's like, dude, I can't wait. Like, I'm, yeah. like that's, I'm I in. Know I'm going to go on everything just so I can see it. Dude, so, that, that Star Wars land is going to be jam-packed. The I mean, look. Yeah. The year it opens. Look, they're, they're selling this new this franchise as a new thing to our children. Yeah, right? You know, right. I mean, they're, they're, for us. they're as cracked out onto this as, you know, we were at that age. Well, take, shit, let's take a know? moment and think about this. 2019 is only two years away. That's Hell, 20th man. anniversary of fucking Phantom Menace, look, dude. Look, dude, we're, we're fucking, we're blazing through this year. We're yeah. going to be at 2019 like nothing, man. Well, it's weird because uh, it's like you see, you're starting to see like a, a bunch of prequel nostalgia. Like, mm. and so it's like people like you, like Chris, who I'm pointing at. Thank you, radio. Uh, people like Chris who are all bitter about the prequels and hate them with the passion. Like now the younger people that are coming up are like, no, man, I love the prequels, you know, and so much so that like the kid that's in that's the new Spider-Man has never seen the Empire Strikes Back. So when he said that line, had never fucking seen the Empire Strikes Back at 17, but had seen all the prequels and loves them. You know, what's really crazy is when I hear somebody that's my age that says, I've never seen Star Wars. I'm like, what fucking where are you from? Right. Under a rock. How is that possible? (laughs) So. But yeah, man. So celebration. I, I think a lot of interesting information came out of there. The uh, uh, I don't even know if you can still find the videos online. I assume oh, they're yeah. still there. But the uh, uh, the the celebration of Star Wars one, where they brought out Harrison and uh, essentially like Mark was there, and like they you know Hayden Christensen was there. Oh Jesus! Ian, McD- Ian McDermott was there. Like it was great. Like it yeah. was a great moment. You know. So and Hayden's still young enough. They they should bring him back and have him do <laughs> some stuff, man. No, I'm in. No. <laughs> <laughs> my god shoot me love how bitter chris is all the time i hate that dude you know the ask, what's going on with this whole fucking obi-wan kenobi fucking look yeah. going on over here man huh uh, it's hot whatever rob zombie <laughs> <laughs> sorry i still look like a square i can't yeah. help it you so. know i honestly yeah, the hair's growing out but i'm at that stage where the stuff on the side isn't quite long enough to pull back so it pops out. You know why, right? Because he's going as Jesus of the Walking Dead for yeah. fucking Halloween. Yeah. That's why he's doing this oh, yeah. right now. Like, that's been his plan yeah. since last Halloween. Oh, I ain't playing around. <laughs> Are you going to have a boyfriend? Um, I might. I don't think he's Depends on how like deep I want to go in the character. Whoa. You got to go deep. <laughs> how, how many people out there were like, did he wait, just wait, say what? what I think he said? <laughs> wait, wait, I don't want to end up in the emergency wait, room. Did you, like... just sli- did you just slip that past me? Uh, <laughs> or in me? What? All right. Uh, so, um, 
let's transition. Got a, we got a lot to talk about that we still haven't got to yet. Oh, but I did forget one last thing uh, from our many, and Steve, I, you will absolutely love this. So there are many, many, like, WonderCon or going to any convention, it's like different being a boothie as opposed to being an attendee. An attendee. So when you're at a when you're a boothie, you get to meet all the wonderful people of the world, all yes. the wonderful people of the world. So we met. Uh, uh, we're selling Grace, and we met. Uh, we met. Uh, you remember the movie PCU? Like the the girl oh, yes. that's like meat tosser. So oh uh, yeah. Totally. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Okay. We totally met the oh. meat tosser girl from PCU. So this girl comes up, and Darian's because we've got a big booth, so we're like all pitching from different areas. And so Darian starts pitching at this girl and her boyfriend. And this woman, she's like eh, probably in maybe late, early 20s, late teens, right? 19 to 23 range. And she's like asking about the book, totally interested. Ooh, strong female character. And she asked Darian, she's like, did you write it? And she goes, oh, no, no, my, uh, my, dad, my stepdad and, my, and one of his friends write it. You mean a man? Y- yes. Right. Literally goes, oh, a man wrote this? I'm not interested. And like turns around and walks away. And I'm like... Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? What? And, and so, th- I go. I I have to know. Like I absolutely have to know. Like what is your issue with a man writing a book about a strong female lead? And she's just like, well, I I want to support female artists. And I'm like, that's great. I think your dollar should go to whatever the fuck it is you think you you know that's great. But more specifically, why couldn't a man write a book about a woman? And she was like literally like could not come up with a good fucking answer for me and 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 like i was so goddamn livid at this point because i'm like first off like we're the ones that are putting out this book like not anybody else there's no woman sitting the woman that's sitting two rows down from us is doing japanese animation shit over there that no that like is aimed at 12 year olds and we're writing a book about an interesting woman character and they and you like you're the fucking problem you're not the solution right like, you're the one that's like well i really want to read like real female characters you know but meanwhile you know you're dressed in your fucking low top you know low cut hooker top and you're the one that's complaining about a man writing this fucking book over here like i dude it was one of those moments where it was just like it was all I could do to not reach across the table and as an equal gender punch her in the goddamn face. Like <laughs> And if anybody ever wonders why like I don't really want to sit at the booth or anything because I because of shit like that. Like, it was crazy. People, I missed all like, but the very guys, end of this. You guys know me like that yeah. shit makes me Fucking crazy. Ask Chris. I was hot for oh, hours. Oh, yeah, it was a while. It was hours. Hours. It, it rubbed off because I was fucking pissed at that you point know? because of our conversation. I if mean, you don't like the stuff that's out there. Write your own was the mandate that I got from this room. So we did it. Right. right. And that's and then she shits on it without I mean, even really looking at it. You know, like, you know, th- that would be like me going, oh, I can't read this com- this Conan comic because uh, this particular issue was written by a woman. Right. It's still a good comic. And so at a certain point, like I'm sitting there and I look at him, I'm like, man, we are both married. And like all three of us are married to very strong, very strong, very proud women. Like there is no question. And I, but I mean, there's nobody in this room that's whipped, but none of our women are anything less than like a fucking warrior woman. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And it's like and I it's like one of those things for me where I'm like, and that doesn't. I'm not intimidated by that in the least. It makes me no. feel more fucking manly that yeah. my absolutely beautiful, unbelievably well-educated <laughs> wife 
you know, would support me in doing these things. And she thinks the book's brilliant. And I even went home and was like, hey, <laughs> baby, like, this woman told me this. And she's all, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. She, she literally was like, that's not feminism. I think they that's call that, stupidity. But see, I think they call that uh, third wave feminism. I don't give a fuck. No. Whatever the fuck stupidity. it is, dude. That's, I, I, I get where she's trying to come from. But it was so goddamn misguided. It's, it's all it's it's completely misguided. Look, dude. I have a, I have a friend of mine that's writing a, a book right now about a young Hispanic girl that is becomes a superhero. It's called Quince. So they're they're doing digital and then they're going to go to press. Very interesting take on sort of the superhero, you know, done from a Hispanic standpoint. This woman is neither Hispanic. <laughs> You know, nor a superhero, but she can write this book that's very entertaining, you know, um, and it's it's one of these things where it's like it would be like uh, me, like a, like my wife as a Hispanic person going up and going like you couldn't possibly understand what it means to be Mexican. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like it just but it's so like short sighted and dumb. Listen, then, wait, wait, wait. Then followed by the guy. Not an hour later who we're pitching to and walks by and I'm telling him about the book and he goes. Is this based on like, like religion? And you know, we have tropes. Like we're playing on those ideas, you know, those reoccurring themes. And we're doing it in a way that's gonna end up being more clever than people are ready for how it's gonna be. But we don't wanna give that away. So Chris and I literally go, well, and he's like, I'm not interested in your religion, man. <laughs> like storms off. And, and you like the posters. And there's blood everywhere. Blood every everywhere. Book. And it's like, I'm like, literally, we're showing like the last page of the third issue is Grace smashing a dude's head in with a goddamn propane tank. And like, that's the piece of artwork we're like showing off to people. Right. And he's like, is this a religious book? <laughs> we're like, are you a fucking idiot? Like, fucking just, just you, walked dude. away, hand up and walked away. No, I'm not into that religious. Thing. <laughs> it was like fucking nuts, what man. It was. I thought it was bad at the last convention when we have Speedo Dude come up with his ball right, sack like right. right on the table. <laughs> the ball sack on the table was a lot. I'm so not gonna sit at that fucking booth with you guys ever. <laughs> I swear to God, fuck that shit. But, uh, but those were the two definite highlights of the weekend yeah. as far as goddamn. Oh, and then me yelling at the parking lady. That Holy was, shit! Like I couldn't. I couldn't now, was I, she not I take your legal window? tender? No. This no. is legal tender, madam. <laughs> No, my she fucking was, sack full of we, dimes and nickels. We, take it, take it now. This is this is America. This is still good money. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Steve, Steve has literally seen me do that and say those exact words. Absolutely, dude. I was fucking dying. Holy, I'm in the backseat just laughing my fucking ass off. You better take that change, lady. I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> I remember that lady was like, I ain't taking that. I'm all, you are taking this because this is still the United States and this is still legal tender in the United States. She's like, well, I'm going to have to count it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to wait while you count it. <laughs> <laughs> I have been saving these nickels and dimes all year for this day. God damn it, you'll take this money. Jesus Christ, dude, that's when parking was only fifteen dollars. Right. 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 It's forty now and you're like, oh jeez. Crazy. The day'll be over by the time they can. I lucked out Monster Palooza, nine bucks a day. Oh yeah. nice, dude. We right? had great parking for WonderCon as well. Yes. So. Yeah. We uh, uh we found like uh, they changed the parking situation, so we were able to park in the back. Uh, okay and it's like we pulled right in the first day and it was like we were like walking distance to the uh oh all right we didn't have to go on the tram to goddamn right. uh, ducks still out in uh -huh. angel stadium there oh yeah that but, sucks yeah tell me about it but uh but no so we're pulling in and the last day on sunday like everybody's coming to load out you know and so we got there early because we wanted to get good parking 
And uh, uh, we pull up and we're like, well, we need to load out. And we had parked in the garage the day before and up top the day before that. And they're like, no, no, no. And I, when we got there later, we understood because all of the like U-Haul trucks right. were on the top. And then this side was full. But we asked the guy and he's like, uh, yeah, can we, you, it'll be fine. Just ask the guy. So we pull up to the first fucking guy and we're like, yeah, we need to load out later. Can we park over here? And the guy's like, doesn't say anything. Just does this. We're like, no, hey, man, we need to load out. And he's all just shaking his head, waving the finger, like pointing uh -huh. us in the other direction. So we got no information from this guy. Right. So they send us over to like this parking garage, which is still in the same complex, but it's like <coughs> it's a ways. And I'm like, so we pull up to the first guy and we're like, it's like a guy in an ace security thing. And we're asked, we rolled down the window. We're like, hey, we just want to know, are we going to be able to come back this way to load out later? Otherwise, we really shouldn't be parking over here. So while we're asking this very nice, large Samoan gentleman this question, this five foot two Hispanic lady starts screeching at us. Not like, please move along. No, I was like, go, go. <laughs> like as though we were in the goddamn Marines or a militia of some sort. You need to pull forward now. Holy shit. <laughs> we were like, it was crazy. Dude, she was like losing her mind. And we're like, whoa, whoa, like calm down. She thought, don't tell me to calm down. Like, and we were like, and uh, okay. So, uh, so as we're driving by, I throw some uh, profanity at her, but I'm not. I'm not stopping to engage with this lady. I'm just like, hey, fucking calm down, asshole. You know. So, so we're walking back up after we park on like the sixth level. <laughs> He's gonna fucking shank you, know? oh. <laughs> dude. We and I was like, I walked up to the guy, the small guy, and I was like, hey, man, thanks for attempting to answer my question before uh, before this crazy fucking Nazi over here decided to start yelling at us. And she overhears me, and she's like. I wasn't yelling. I was telling you. And I'm all, whoa, whoa. First off, you need to find some <laughs> happiness and kindness you in your life. You need some joy, ma'am. You need some joy, ma'am, because you got some, <laughs> you got some issues. And she was like, she was like, I don't have issues. You're holding up traffic. I'm all, there was nobody behind us when we were like, there was nobody. And then she was like, and so she like started walking towards us, like yelling. And at that point, like I, my top blew, dude. And I was like, I was like, you know what? You need to like find a nice tone in your voice. You can't always sound like this all the time yelling at people. Like, like, sorry, listeners at home. No, no, it's, it's within range. But um, but yeah, oh dude, it was so funny. I was like, oh Jesus, here dude, we go. And, I, and everybody that's been was walking up behind us starts cracking up because they're all that lady's a bitch. She yelled at us too. Was like, it was like one of those moments where you're just like, I. I yeah, and you know how I feel about this. Like, I don't have a problem with people being parking attendants and telling us where to park. But there's this weird phenomenon that occurs when you give these little people a little power. And all of a sudden, they want to wield it as though they're... I'm going to flex this shit all over right, you. Right. They're like yeah. fucking Thor wielding Mjolnir, you know, like hitting <laughs> me over the head with it. And I'm like, you're a goddamn parking attendant, you know? Right. Like, show me where to park and shut up, you know? <laughs> but yeah, man, like, it was... Um, <laughs> and Darian was like... Oh my God! What's he doing? <laughs> I kind of freaked Darian out. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. A little and then bit. she was like, "Are you all right? Are you right?" And I'm like, "Darian, I go. People don't have a right to yell at you in life just because they have this much power." I'm like, "It's like the dudes that do the uh, the the check, like in the old days with your badges, like the new little yeah. like ring in system. They don't give you a hard time at all, man. Yeah, I could smuggle in like 50 pounds of coke in my anus, and I they would never hey, know. As long as that shit beeps. As long as it beeps, they don't in. give a shit. Like right. enjoy, right?" In the old days, it was like, flip your badge around. Get over here. Do this. Spread your right. legs. Oh, you know? shit. Yeah. And, and it was like. So bad. No problems. Everybody was super chill. But it's like, I just, I have that issue with fucking people that are like 
on my tip about shit like that. It just like, I don't, I don't, it life's too short for me to have to endure that, you know? <laughs> like, know your role, parking attendant. <laughs> she was crazy, dude. And, and you know what? I have when no- I yell at somebody, you know that person's crazy. I usually I'm just like, respect mm-hmm. for those people. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured you'd appreciate that segue. Oh, that was so My funny. little bit of a rant. My little bit of a rant. Hey. All right. So let's, uh, let's do this. Let's put a pin in this one. Let's wrap this issue or episode up. Uh, uh, and we'll come back and uh, maybe look at another one here. So uh, I hope you guys have all enjoyed this episode, our sort of con recap, as it were. Uh, and we're glad to be back. So once again, uh, I am uh, uh, Indian name yells at parking attendant. I, I am uh, Steve Squato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, I don't go to WonderCon anymore. <laughs> and we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Yeah.